grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today is from John 10. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Dear friends of Christ, domestic sheep, they aren't tough animals. <laughs> They're and as I said in the children's sermon, sheep are wimps and they're dumb. They're dumb animals. They have small brains and they like to wander and get into trouble. And, and they don't under, even understand their enemy. And then when they do realize they're in danger, they, they can't run. They can't run away. They waddle more than run, right? Uh, and, and of course, they can't defend themselves. Uh, they don't have horns and they don't have teeth. Uh, they don't have claws. Um, they, they can't find their own food. They can't find their own water. And yet sheep thrive around the world in large numbers because shepherds take care of them. Shepherds take care of the sheep. Shepherds protect the sheep. Shepherds feed the sheep. Well, Good Shepherd Sunday and Mother's Day, they go hand in hand. Because that's what mothers are called to do. Mothers are called to take care of their husbands, to be the helpmate to him, and to, to find that husband and leave his, her mother and father and cling to her husband, and the two become one flesh. That's maleness. That's femaleness. That's how God defines it, and he's the creator. So here we have that whole thing on Mother's Day. Good Shepherd, I think, moms, you understand what it's like. Good Shepherd Sunday, Jesus wants us to depend on Him. We need to depend on Jesus the way a child depends on His mother. And so He gives us His image, this, this image to help us to understand as you look at the sheep there in, in the stained glass window and the eyes of Jesus and, and the shepherd who became the Lamb of God, to lay down his life for the sheep. So that 21st century people, even modern people like us, people that are so technologically advanced, would be dependent upon Jesus. And stop depending on themselves. And he wants all of us to follow the words of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Not the Lord is a shepherd. Not the Lord is the shepherd. Not the Lord is our shepherd, but the Lord is my shepherd. My shepherd. He wants everyone to depend on him and totally confess, the Lord is my shepherd. And so our theme, depending on the shepherd. It's winter in our text. Um, so, you, you know, go back a few months. And there it's, it's winter and Jesus is standing in the, in the temple courts. And it's the Feast of Dedication, uh, which is, of course, Hanukkah. You may, might recognize that. And you say, oh, Hanukkah's at Christmas. Right. So it's about that time of year. And he's walking in the temple court, and he's, he's looking for someone to follow him. He's looking for someone to say, I need a shepherd. He's looking for someone to guide. But no one's coming. No one wants the good shepherd. You know how frustrating it is when a shepherd is calling his sheep and the sheep don't come? How frustrating it is when the shepherd 
knows that the sheep are in danger, but the sheep don't care or don't recognize the danger. How scared that is, how scary that is for the shepherd. Because the sheep just don't know. You're the leader of the sheep, but they won't come. And that's the way Jesus looked at the crowds. Matthew chapter 9 says how Jesus felt when he looked at the people. He got out and he looked at the people and he said, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed, they were helpless spiritually like sheep without a shepherd. They were wandering around. No one's teaching them. No one's guiding them. No one's protecting them. And the leaders of the church have defiled them. If a sheep does not have a shepherd, that sheep will get lost. Every single time. Without a shepherd, they get confused. Without a shepherd, they're helpless. Pastors are called shepherds of the flock. We're shepherds to our congregation. And he puts so many souls in our care. And I can promise you in every congregation, as a pastor, there are people who aren't listening to the shepherd. They don't even come to church on Sunday. And the shepherd says, but I'm trying to teach them. How can I teach the sheep? How can I instruct the sheep if they're not willing to listen? But that, that's the way the sheep are. What happens when you have a sheep, sheep that don't want to come, that don't want to listen, that don't want to learn, that don't want to worship, sheep that love to wander? What's a shepherd to do? But pay attention to what happens next in our text. People start surrounding Jesus. He, get, he draws a crowd, and a crowd starts coming around him. Ah, but this crowd... They're not looking for a good shepherd. They're not looking for a shepherd at all. This crowd wants to kill him. This crowd wants to kill the good shepherd. The Jews gathered around him saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you're the Christ, tell us plainly. The people weren't sheep. They were vicious wolves. They wanted to devour the Lamb of God. Just like Satan wants to devour you. Oh, and they'd have their day, right? They'd have their day. And they gather around in these vicious wolves. But Jesus wanted to guide them. Jesus wanted to care for them. Jesus wanted to protect them. Jesus wanted to save them. They weren't having any of it. They were not willing. Do you know what Jesus... Do you know that Jesus loves people who hate him it's hard for us to understand jesus loves the people who hate him he wants them to be sheep he wants them to come under his care he wants them to come under his protection he wants them to learn to depend on him to stop trusting in themselves because people who trust in themselves well, they're going to find their souls in hell for all eternity. Lost eternally. And so Jesus tries to reach out. He tries to do something. He tries to save them. He, he speaks to them, but the sheep won't listen. And he says, I told you, but you do not believe. 
The miracles that I've done speak about what I, who I am. Look at the miracles. You'll know who I am. Who raises people from the dead? I do miracles in my Father's name. It speaks for me, but you do not believe. You do not believe because you are not my sheep. Those are sad words. You're not listening because you're not my sheep. You know, if you and I could have been in those temple courts there in, in, in winter, about Christmas time for us, uh, you would have seen Jesus' great compassion for the lost. You would have heard the deep love, the yearning that he has for lost souls, the longing for his enemies. You would have sensed that, but they just would not believe because they weren't his sheep. They just refused to listen. They just refused to come. Jesus, the Messiah, was sent to save all people from sin and death. He was sent to save all people, but Jesus can't save everyone. He can't save the people if they don't come. If they don't listen, he can only save the sheep who come. He can only save the sheep who listen. Why do people refuse to listen to the Good Shepherd? Why do they, why do they refuse to rely on him? Why do they refuse to, to let him rescue them, cleanse their, 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 their uh, wool and, and make them clean and make them white as snow? Why, why, why don't they rely on Jesus to save their souls? It all boils down to this. They don't think they're in danger. They don't think there's danger out there. The lost sheep, they think they're safe. They don't realize they're in danger. They don't realize they're in trouble. And isn't that just like a sheep? The lost sheep have no idea they're unsafe, no idea of the danger. And they don't see the need for a protector. They don't see the need for a savior to lead them through the dangers and the perils and the pitfalls of this dangerous, sinful world. The lost sheep they have a sense of false security. Oh, but they're very secure. Oh, they're, they feel very safe. They think that they can save themselves until, oh, until they're faced with danger and they see the danger. Do you know shock jock Howard Stern? Hope you haven't spent too much time listening to him. Do you know Howard Stern had a scare recently? discovered that he has a growth on his kidney that has a 90% chance of being cancerous. Stern said, now all I'm thinking is, I'm going to die. And I'm scared. <laughs> he should be. He doesn't know the shepherd. Well, the sheep know they're in trouble when they see the danger, but until then... Listen, I can't emphasize enough, though, how much Jesus loves the people, the sheep who hate him. He loves them and wants to save their souls from hell. He wants to be their good shepherds. He wants them to listen to his voice, to depend on them, but they just won't listen. 
They will not follow Jesus. Do you remember when Jesus was in the temple? Uh, and of course, when he was there with his disciples, there were two people who were praying. And, and one of them thought, he was, he was a, one of the men was a, 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 a very religious guy, a Pharisee. And he didn't think he needed a good shepherd. He didn't need somebody to guide him because he thought he was a good guy. And so his prayers like this as he prayed in the temple, God, I thank you I'm not like all the other men, the sinners, the robbers, the evildoers, the adulterers, or even like this tax collector over here in the corner. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all that I make. I am such a good sheep. Never wandered, never strayed, don't need a shepherd. I'm as smart as a whip. I'm not in any danger. This Pharisee was confident. He didn't need a good shepherd to guide him. He was confident in his own ability to save himself, and he was proud, and he looked down on others. There was another person, though, praying in the temple. Jesus pointed that one, the tax collector. The tax collector, the sinner, the enemy of God. The enemy of the community. And he bowed his chest, and he beat his chest, and he said, Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Have mercy upon me, a sinner. And he wasn't depending on his own, his own ability to save himself. He was pleading for a good shepherd. And Jesus praised the tax collector for his faith. You know, what does that mean to you? God's Word says, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And it's, so it's not wise for us to say, well, we've all each turned to our own way. Nah, that doesn't apply to me. Turn to his own way. No, that's nonsense. Well, that's foolish talk. What would be wise? It would be wise for you to jump up and say, that's me. That's exactly who I am. I am a sheep in need of, in need of a shepherd. I am a sheep who needs to be protected by God. I am, the, I am a lost sheep, Lord. Find me, protect me, save me, put me in your hand where nothing can snatch me out of that safety. Because when the Lord is my shepherd, I lack no good You know, what do I want in my life more than anything else? I want to be more dependent on Jesus and God. I can't wait till I get to heaven where all my dependence is on Him continually. My next breath, yes, Lord, by Your grace. Yes, thank You, Lord, for that breath. I can't wait to understand that. To get out of my self-reliance. I can't wait to be more dependent on my shepherd. And I want to know... Do these words define who you are? My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Do those words define you? You know the voice of your shepherd. You know his love. You know he protects you. You know he's with you. You know he never leaves you. You know that he leads you through all the muck and the mire of the moral melee and the moral confusion of our world today in a wicked generation. 
He leads you to understand his will, lets you know that he has a plan for your life, and he puts you in green pastures. He leads you beside still waters. Nobody loves you like Jesus does. Nobody protects you like Jesus does. He knows all the dangers of the world. He knows how to protect you. He has a plan to save you out of the dangers of this world. And he knows when in your troubles how to quiet you with his love. And he knows when to lead you boldly. Jesus knows his sheep. He knows you. Psalm 139 says, if you go to the heavens, you're, if I go to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise in the wings of the dawn and settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. It's exactly like the hymn says, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows but Jesus. Jesus is a good shepherd. He's a creator, the all-powerful God. You're safe in his hand. He's the one capable of taking care, defending, protecting the sheep. He knows each one by name. And you say, how can he do that? How can he know each sheep by name? Well, he's the all-knowing God. He knows everything. And still people question, well, how can he know my name? How can he listen to all people's prayers at the same time? That doesn't make any sense. People all over the world talking to him, just be a bunch of babble. And we, and how, how can he do that? And we say, well, he can do it because he's my shepherd. He does it because he's my shepherd. And I trust in him. I trust in my shepherd to care for me. I trust in my shepherd to love me. I trust in my shepherd to protect me. And we trust in him to feed us. We trust in him to save us. You know, the shepherd speaks to you this morning. He says, I give them eternal life. They shall never perish. And you know the last words of Psalm 23? Surely goodness and mercy. I call those the faithful dogs of heaven, the faithful hounds of heaven. Surely those faithful hounds, like a dog, will always follow you. Goodness and mercy. No matter what's going on in my life, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The best is yet to come. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The best is yet to come for the sheep. It's not here yet. Revelation talks about that. The lamb at the center of the throne, the lamb, Jesus, at the center of the throne, will be their shepherd. And he will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And then it goes on to say, never again will there be hunger. Never again will they thirst. The best is yet to come. However, right now, sheep, there's danger. We travel through dark places and there's valleys, even the valley of the shadow of death. And yes, sheep should be concerned. Because Satan is like a prowling lion seeking someone to devour. And as long as he's able to prowl and devour, he will. People in the 21st century... They laugh at us for being dumb sheep. People of the 21st century, they mock us. They laugh at us because we think a shepherd can save us. 
that a shepherd can protect us from all of that. That's okay. Let him laugh. Because I'm in the arms of my shepherd. Let him laugh. Because Jesus said, no one can snatch him out of my hand. You're safe. So depend on your shepherd. The, Romans, the words of Romans 8 are yours. Nothing in all creation will ever separate us from the love of God that exists in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.